Hi there, and welcome to the Everyday Entrepreneur Podcast, where I, Caitlin Fritz, help you reach your entrepreneurial potential. Together, we can build your dream social impact business so that you can leave a legacy beyond your nine to five. Hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of Everyday Entrepreneurship Podcast. I can't believe we are already in month two of 2024. I know it was probably the first January that has flown by because usually those really chilly nights and long, dark days eat at me. But we are in February. I'm so excited to be sharing with you the incredible interview we have lined up today. And if it's your first time to the podcast, welcome. We are rewriting the narratives of everyday entrepreneurship and amplifying inspirational voices and giving you tangible advice for you to build, grow, and scale your impact-led venture. I'm Caitlin. I am the host. I'm a Forbes-recognized entrepreneur, and I've worked with about 650 founders on six continents. And I am so thrilled to be sharing with you the story of Ruth Kudzi. Now, she is absolutely one of a kind. She's a master certified coach, coaching psychologist, consultant, trainer, and speaker. And she's all about allowing and empowering you to achieve success on your own terms. She's dialing down the overwhelm and stress so that you can really thrive in your most authentic form. And she has written incredible books. She's been recognized by Marie Claire, Huffington Post, The Guardian. And what I loved about her story is that she really had that moment that I think a lot of us have. She had that reflection of untapped potential. You know, when you're in a job or you see friends or family in a job and they weren't stepping into their biggest, boldest dreams. And that led her down to the incredible path of not only being a coach, but supporting other coaches on their journey. So I'm really excited to jump in this conversation with Ruth. It's absolutely one you do not want to miss. So grab that cup of coffee and let's dive in. I am absolutely thrilled to have Ruth Kudzi here today. She is a best-selling author, coach, honestly, an extraordinary businesswoman. I think you've supported people from across the world through your coaching, consulting, speaking, and books. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. So I know that you have a really interesting journey on where you ended up with your own coaching, your own business. So can you share a little bit about where this all started? Yeah, I mean, it's really interesting, isn't it? Because you know, like the way, the where things start, when you look back, you realize that there was that seed. So for me, what I'm doing now is actually really related to what I studied at university. Although that was never the intention. So I studied psychology and business um, at university back in the late 90s, early noughties. And then I worked in recruitment and sales. I lived in Malaysia. I lived in Australia for a bit, in New York as well. 
And then I um, made the change and worked in education. So I was in education for about 12 years and a senior leader in there for, well, a leader in there for about 10 of those years. And while I was in education, I started to really, really know more about coaching. So I'd already, I'd already studied it back in the 90s um, and been interested in it, but I thought you have to be older and, you know, all of these reasons why I couldn't do it. So during my time in education, coaching was becoming kind of a really big thing in terms of leadership development. And I loved it. And I realized that I wanted to do that, not be a head teacher. So I started doing it on the side. So I started doing leadership coaching. I did lots of coaching in my role. And then in 2016, so eight years ago, I finally started my own business. So yeah, it's always really interesting, isn't it? Because people talk about, oh, well, I started my own business and blah, 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 blah. I think I had probably about two to three years before I got my first paying client where I was doing pro bono, where I was starting different things, like starting a blog, you know, do, doing various different things. But I kept kind of coming back and going in and going out really because of confidence. And then when I made the decision to go fully in, I got my first paying client. So nearly eight years ago, April, 2016. So definitely been a bit of a journey. And then even in those eight years, I had my own coaching and mentoring business. So I still have that now. And then for, well, in 2019, gosh, I can't even believe it's 2024. In 2019. I can't either, it's so, fine. <laughs> so I'm like, what year are we? Four and a bit years ago, I started my own coach training academy. So Optimus Coach Academy, where we train people to become accredited coaches. So that was really born from my education background, doing some training that wasn't great, and also doing some training at university level that was great, but wasn't really accessible for lots of people, and seeing that gap. So now about 80% of my time is spent training coaches and running that business. We've got eight employees and about... 20% of my time is spent doing my own coaching and mentoring. And I'm starting to teach people to create their own kind of certified courses, academies and things as well. I, I say 80, 20, and then I'm like, and I'm also part of a startup company. So I don't know where that other percentage gets. It's, it's fine. It's fine. You know, we're always. It's a flexible we, we can percentage. Round up. We can round up. It, it's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's a fun percentage. Exactly. But what's interesting is like from an outsider I see all these components weaving together in your story. You got the psychology, you have the education, you have that passion for people. And a lot of people kind of have this misnomer of you immediately need to quit, do full time. But there is that kind of messy middle dabbling, building up your confidence. So what was that moment that kind of sparked you in going all in? So it was... It was personal, right? So I had had my first daughter in 2014 and gone back to work in 2015 and found that really challenging. And then I, so I kind of made that decision like September 2015, I'm going to leave. And then I found out I was pregnant with my second daughter. And so that was really the catalyst. And actually part of the catalyst was me looking into how can you work on maternity leave? Now, mm. you can't set up a business when you're on maternity leave, or you couldn't with my contract, but you could if you already had an existing business. And obviously, if you already have an existing business, 
then you're not paying yourself. So yeah, there, there, were, there were ways to do it. Um, so that was really, I was like, okay, I'm going to really see if I can make this work. I'm going to see if I can not go back to work after my second daughter. And that was huge. Like I didn't really tell anyone that. I remember thinking I'm not coming back. And there was just a tiny bit of me that believed that that would be possible. And then November 2014, 2016, so bad dates, November 2016. So I was like, I want to to have the same amount in revenue as I had as my annual, as my salary each month. Now we know that that isn't, you know, but I was like, if I can do that, I'm proving to myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I did that in November 2016 and resigned. And so, you know, nearly a year later from when I started, I actually went into my business. I wouldn't say full time because I had, you know, and not even one year old and the three years. I was going to say two kids. <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't, I actually wasn't full time in my business. I mean, e- even I'm, I'm just kind of thinking like when I really went full time in my business, because 2019, I wasn't really full time that they were in, they used to only go four days a week to their nursery. So I had one day with them. And then I think they went five, but they used to finish at like three every day. So I was still part-time. And then obviously we know what happened in 2020. So I don't think that I was really kind of working proper hours until 2021. However, I definitely was sometimes doing the late nights and all of those things. So it wasn't like I was just sitting there and suddenly the money started flowing in. I was working, but I wasn't able to commit full-time, you know, full-time hours and energy and focus, you know, which is the really interesting part, isn't it? That focus part. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, where you can find pockets of time. Even, yeah. I mean, you were doing this with two kids. Woo! <laughs> yeah, but what's it, interesting is you work with so many incredible people, so many incredible coaches, on how to build this confidence, to build this authentic way in approaching business. And you had to walk through those steps yourself. I know your most recent book is all about self-coaching. So were these tools you implemented kind of looking in retrospect? Yeah, yeah. And they were tools that I implemented, tools that I knew, um, but also tools that I kind of recognize in retrospect could have made a big difference because there was so like you know there was so much and it was it's so easy to become consumed it's so easy to become consumed with social media and what you should be doing and all of these different things and what I really recognized is and actually what what was quite good about not being able to work all the hours is I had two kids. So like Mm. I had to be around for them. There wasn't, you know, there was no choice. And so that meant that I didn't get sucked in as much as some people into some of those things, like what I could control and what I couldn't control. So for those who don't know what the term self-coaching means, can you like wrap that up as a nutshell as well? Yeah, so self-coaching really is about helping you to find your own answers. That's what coaching is all about. Coaching is all about supporting you to find the answers, to move towards a desired future state, goal, intention, vision, North Star, whatever you want to do. But when you're talking about self-coaching, it's like, how can I find the answers? How can I move forward? And it's a lot about taking ownership because 
we we all do this like we can definitely go into like poor me this isn't working that isn't working it's this it's that it's this but actually it's like let's look at where what we can control let's look at you know what else is going on for us and let's think about how we can move forward so a lot of it we might be doing journaling like using journaling prompts we might be looking at tools or we might be doing kind of you know voice noting ourselves so there's lots of different ways that we can actually support ourselves to move forward so I know this is something that comes up a lot with the early stage entrepreneurs I work with especially female founders you know people who have a non-traditional path in business so Mm -hmm. how could they incorporate some of these techniques or what piece of advice would you give them if they're in that messy middle of really passionate about starting a business but don't have the confidence to quite go about it yet or to quite you know announce it to their friends family or even the world right so I think when you're thinking about things like that like building the confidence to kind of to tell everyone to to get people to be on board with your dream it's like nearly anything that I'd say like start small like you don't have to broadcast it to everyone so think about who's that one person that you can trust who's that one person that their buy-in would make a real difference and then you know starting to think about again when people start thinking about you know talking about your business as an early stage entrepreneur often people think you're talking about doing doing like some crazy video on tiktok or a youtube series or pr but actually Tell that person that you go to coffee with, tell that person that you're at running club with, you know, talk to your neighbor, like literally have those conversations. And when I say this, what's really interesting is I know people that I've trained who have got clients that way, talking mm. to their neighbor, talking to somebody in the coffee shop, you know, just sharing it on the mum's WhatsApp group, whatever it may be. So I think that sometimes. You know, when we're looking at things, we make it huge, don't we? we? And we start thinking and overthinking. And actually, a lot of coaching, even though it's about a solution and moving forward, it's about getting out of that constant cognitive loop so we can go, okay, well, what is the thing that we can do and move forward? Absolutely. And I think you probably recognize this because you mentioned, you know, when you were building your business, there are going to be times where it doesn't work there are going to be things that fail and do you have any practical tips you know how do you move past that because i feel like especially my female founders women in business we kind of hold that and we feel guilty or shame or you know completely reroute some of those mindset work we've done so so how do you kind of get back on track? And has that ever happened to you? Because I'm assuming as an entrepreneur, we've all failed. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, and, and, and right, I still fail. Like I still have ideas. I still have things. I think, oh, this is going to be really good. And for whatever reason, it doesn't work. You know, I now, because I've got an audience, I can test things. So I test like, I think, oh, this would be a good idea. Let's just do a little test. Let's put something out there. Let's see. And sometimes you get crickets. You know, and sometimes you might be like, okay, I'm going to see if I can do things in different ways. Okay, I've, I've posted it this way. Maybe I haven't explained it well. or But you're doing research the whole time. 
And actually you're looking at, you know, it, within that failure, you're like, what is the lesson? Okay, is this not the right thing? Am I communicating it incorrectly? I've made mistakes on people that I've hired. I've, my gosh, I've paid people too much. And that sounds really, you know, to the extent that they're earning much more than me. And I'm the CEO. So, you know, it wasn't sustainable. Like I've invested in things that didn't work, you know, and lost money. I've flown to LA and been in a room with people and great people and realized that I didn't want to be there. I wanted to be at home with my family. Like all the time, there were so many different things that I have not either got wrong or not succeeded at. And I would say that is a daily thing. You know, we have people saying no to us to work with us pretty much every day. But we also have people saying yes. And, you know, one of the things that I really like about this is knowing your numbers, because somebody said this to me really early on, if you know your conversion rates, like even if you have like, and sometimes it happens in spells, right? You have like five no's in a row and that can feel really, really yeah, it can really get you, especially if you're having a bad day or you haven't slept or whatever it may be. You've had an argument with some, you know, with one of your loved ones. However, if you know that you convert 50% of calls, you're like, okay, well, I've had my five no's, but I know the next five will be yeses because that's the way it works. So sometimes mm. I like using stats for a sanity check because, you know, all of us, it's never how much you fail. It's about how much you, you pick yourself up. I love that. And I think sometimes, you know, you kind of need that black and white evidence in your face that yes, even though this might be a crap day, you might be getting those five no's, those five yeses are honestly yeah. coming, coming down the pipeline. Yeah. yeah. So then I know you've kind of expanded beyond, you kind of have your own little mini empire now. You have your book, you have your podcast. I think you've taken entrepreneurship to another level. What what kind of inspired sharing that message with your podcast, with your books? I want to know, yeah. you, you took it to the next level. Um, I guess like it, right, so I never, like literally I was like, I want to, I want to make sure that everything that I do, I do it well and I'm just open to opportunity. And I never thought, that I would be in the position that I'm in now. No way, never thought that. However, you know, I am. And so I think I just kind of was really open. I experimented, I had ideas, but I was always just open to what happened and testing out, you know, how I was feeling and all of those kind of things. But there was nothing really... I wasn't like setting out to go, okay, I'm going to build an empire. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I was more having fun, seeing what was available and testing. And I was very much like, okay, is this going to work for me? And I think I've always had that kind of attitude that I'm like, right, let's just see how this goes. And I think that the more that I've grown, the more I've got the confidence to do that even more. So yeah, it's 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 a bit of that. It's a bit of that growth. Um, yeah. I, I think you're absolutely right, though, because it is kind of a muscle. All those kind of testing, experimenting, you know, testing your assumptions. You do that from day one and you keep doing that, you know, now, I think, it, what is it, eight years in business? 
Mm, yeah, yeah. So then what's what's next for you? What's next for the business? So we're so I'm, I'm I mentioned about doing this like supporting people to create their own courses. So I that is kind of what's next um, in terms of my own growth. But then I'm also looking. We're also kind of developing into more corporate offers alongside the coach training. So that's going to be still the bulk of it. But we're working more with corporates, and we are. Yeah, we're, we're looking at kind of new territories and that kind of thing as well. But there isn't any like it's it's a bit more of the same. I'm really supporting the business as it matures, because right now there are so, you know, yes, coaching is still a growth industry. And there are so many people who want to coach and there's so many opportunities for coaches. So I think we're in a we're in a great business. We're in a business of helping people. So that's always going to be the core. I love that. I love that. And if people want to connect with you, join one of your programs, where should they find you? So luckily, I'm the only person called Ruth Kudzi. So Ruth, K-U-D-Z-I, I'm across all the social social media profiles um, as that, or you can have a look at Optimus Coach Academy. So you can look at, look at me under both of those. It's really easy. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. And absolutely, everyone, please take a look at the only Ruth Kudzi and her coaching academy. Thank you. Like she mentioned, she is the only Ruth Kudzi out there and absolutely one of a kind. If you want to learn more about Ruth, you have to check out her podcast, How to Feel Better, and her various offerings and her coaching as well as her book, How to Feel Better. I know it is on my Kindle. I've been working through it with all my traveling. And honestly, it is packed full of actionable tips that really you can apply by the end of the chapter. I am so honored and thrilled to have such incredible guests here on the Everyday Entrepreneurship. So if you want to know what's going on, be in the loop. You have to subscribe to our newsletter. And really excitingly, I've also created a new LinkedIn newsletter specifically focused on the topics and advice we're chatting about on the Everyday Entrepreneurship Podcast. So there'll be a link in the show notes. And if you've enjoyed this show, and if you've got some inspirational nuggets out of our conversation, please give us a rating or review because that would absolutely make my day more than a grande latte. So uh, enjoy this month of February. I'm so thrilled and excited to be sharing with you more stories like these. And until next time, this is Everyday Entrepreneurship. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Everyday Entrepreneurship. To stay tuned and most up to date, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow me, Caitlin Fritz, on Instagram. And if you have any questions about building your business with impact, drop me an email with the link in the show notes. This podcast is produced by the great people at the Podcast Boutique. I look forward to catching up with you next week. See you then.